deflect us from the storms. They get quite nasty up here. This area is especially vulnerable to lightning strikes. Wonderful. Don't worry, we'll be alright. No! Get away! The creatures are here! Men, get your guns! I know them! Of course I should have realized. Not Tupalax, Taplex. One of the most dangerous predatory species in the galaxy. Lieutenant! Sergeant Toza, fire will! Try to avoid hitting Reed and Hornby! It's not working, Lieutenant. The Taplex are extremely difficult to kill. How do we stop them? We don't. Primitive weapons of theirs seem to disrupt the digestive process. Indeed, Aranth. Perhaps we should deal with the rest of these humans before we continue. Yes, Kavak. We'll finish these morsels later. Let's take our time. It always builds tension. Good idea. I love playing with my food. The creatures are advancing on the rest of the crew. Doctor, we'd better think of something fast. Your men might stand some sort of chance if only they had energy weapons, or at least more advanced firearms. We need to improvise. Improvise what? Tut, tut, give me a moment. I'll think of something. I always do. But we don't have a moment. They're getting closer. I have an idea. If bullets won't stop them, maybe an axe will. Murderers, I'll hack you to pieces! Levicant, no! Stop! Toza, take Wilkes and Daly and drag Levicant back here. Aye, sir. Come on, you lot. Cease fire! Cease fire! You might hit Levicant! Levicant! Blast the man, why won't he listen? He's probably panicking from the stress. Take this! <laughs> Pathetic! I'll show you who's pathetic, you monster! Most annoying. Time to end this. Amusing though it was. Die! Sir, it's choking him. No, Lieutenant. The Taplex is feeding off him. Feeding off him? Yes, feeding. The Taplex feed in two ways. I'll explain later, Doctor. Hopcraft, Pilkington, Healy, follow me. We've got to get Levicant away from that thing. Blasted lightning! As if we don't have enough to contend with! The lightning rods will afford us some protection. Look, sir, Captain Fitzjames got through. Yes, but the other creature has cut Hopcraft and the others off. Ah! It's tossing them aside like rag dolls, Mr. Little. Wait, I feel another space-time portal opening. Well, it had better hurry. I'd best get out my dimensional stabilizer. It may help. Oh, and Crozier, you had better get your men closer. We might not all go to the same place unless we're together. All right, everyone, gather closer. The doctor has a plan. Doctor, look, those creatures are coming towards us again. And we can't open fire without hitting Fitzjames and Tozer. <coughs> the creature is almost here. I think I have the dimensional stabilizer set. Hopefully we'll all go together. Including the Tupelex? Well, with a bit of luck, they won't be coming with us. Luck? Yes, luck. It's worked wonders for me in the past. Oh, I can feel the portal opening. How are Fitzjames and the others doing? It's not looking good, Doctor. Here it comes! Ah! What happened? A space-time jump occurred just as a bolt of lightning struck the taplex holding Le Vicon. There must have been a tremendous amount of energy released just then. 
They're probably lucky to be alive. Oh, at least the storm is over. I don't feel so well, though. Muscle aches are to be expected. It would probably help if we all moved around. Are you all right, Chris? Yes, Doctor. I'm a little groggy. That is all. Get up and move around. Stretch your legs. We'll have to get the blood circulation going. Teddy, check on the crew. Make sure everyone is all right and that we're all accounted for. Aye, sir. Are the Tupalaks here? No sign of the Tuplex anywhere. Luck seems to have been on our side. For now. Look! There are Fistames that have a Scott and some others! They're just lying there. They're not dead, are they? They were closest to the blast. Come on. How are they? Levicon's alive, but he has symptoms of scurvy, just like we've seen before. Fitzjames is alive, but he's unconscious. I'll see what I can do for them, sir. Please, check on the others. Hopcraft, Pilkington and Healy are fine. They're a little bruised from being thrown aside by the Taplex, but I don't think they were caught in the lightning strike. Tozer's the same as Fitzjames. Miss, please, fetch the assistant surgeons, MacDonald and Goodsir. Tell them to bring the medical supplies. Yes, Captain. Captain... I found the two crewmen who were attacked when the Tupalaks arrived. John Hornby and Private Reed. I am afraid that they were both killed by the creatures. Oh, thank you for checking, Liak. Here are the surgeons. Thank you, Christine. I'm sure they'll do what they can. Daly and Wilkes are just like Fitzjames and Tozer, but I think they'll be fine, actually. Really? Yes, it appears as if they received quite a shock, but that's all. Probably wake up stiff and sore, though. Oh, thank goodness. It appears you knew what you were talking about when you said luck was with us. Yes, I find that Christine and I are quite lucky most of the time. Let's see what we can do for these men, shall we? Hotduck, are you still functional? I live, but my systems have sustained substantial damage. Where are the humans? Gone. According to my scans, they were teleported to another location by the dimensional instability. As usual, we were unaffected. We must be exempt, because our systems are attempting to control our transitions from both dimensions. One of the humans seemed to know what was about to happen with the dimensional instability. He spoke of a dimensional stabilizer. He must have been the Temporal Traveler. The primitive humans of this planet could not possibly know of such things. We must go after them. Are you functional enough to accompany me in the hunt? Even damaged as I am, I'm more than a match for these pitiful creatures. However, my scanning systems are too damaged to locate them. No matter. I can read their whereabouts. The humans are now in two different groups. They must have been separated after traveling through the instability. One is much closer than the other. I must replenish my strength as quickly as possible. I need nourishment for my repair systems to work properly. We shall go after the closer group so that I can feed. So that we can feed. Yes, and this time we will feed naturally. Feeding by draining their nutrients is insufficient. I need the satisfaction of eating their flesh. Stop squirming, Captain Fitzjames. You have some nasty burns on your hands that will get infected if they are not treated properly. Probably from touching that creature when it was electrocuted. (laughs) 
Just get it over with and someone get me something to eat for crying out loud. Certainly, Captain, but only if you will please stop squirming. And that goes for the rest of you crewmen too. Don't give my assistance any more trouble. Yes, sir. I, I agree with the captain, though. I'm getting hungry. I sent one of the crew to get you men something. Please be patient. So why did the Dubalax not come with us? Something to do with either their cybernetic nature, I suspect, or perhaps it's because they've been in that other dimension for so long. Oh, I do not think I understand. Do not worry about it, Leah. The doctor's explanations rarely make sense. Christine! Well, I've got terrible news. We did a head count, and 16 members of the crew are missing, including Lieutenant Little. Oh, no! Yes, I was afraid that might happen. I tried as best I could to make sure we stayed together with my dimensional stabilizer, but we must have been too far apart when the shift took place. Is there any way to tell where they've gone? No, I'm afraid not. They could be anywhere in hundreds of miles of Arctic. Is there any way we can find them? Not that I'm aware of. Then we have no choice but to press on. We can't just abandon them! We have no choice. We have to think of the majority. If we go traipsing around the Arctic at random with those creatures hunting us, not only will we never find the missing crew, but we may get eaten. But... I'm sorry, Miss Christine. If the doctor says we can't find them, then our best bet is to carry on for the sakes of the rest of us. Don't worry, though. Little is a very competent officer. He'll be going towards Bax River, too, as soon as he gets his bearings. But what's the wise? Some of those are missing, too. Hopefully they're with him as well. I'm sure they're all right. Lieutenant Little. How's the gathering of supplies coming, Chambers? All done, sir. We have one boat with sled, some extra clothing including eight extra pairs of boots, 26 pieces of silverware, towels, soap, combs, and a toothbrush in addition to the boat's standard equipment. What about food? We have 40 pounds of chocolate and some tea, sir. Just as I thought. We'll never make it to Bax River with those supplies and 16 mouths to feed. We'd best head back to the ships. Now the storm has cleared, I've taken a look at the stars and I've got a good fix on our location. I think we can make it back there in a day. Yes, sir. Come on, then. You obviously need more exercise, boy. Look at the way you're wheezing. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Let's gather them in. Sir, preparations are complete for the march. Excellent, Sergeant. I'll be glad to get a move on towards Bax River. Perhaps we can lose those creatures if we keep on the move. Let's go, men. Doctor, what is it you were calling the Tupelax? Tuplex. They are a race of aliens from a planet across the galaxy. Tupelax must be a corrupted form of their name passed down from generation to generation by your people. This sort of thing happens all the time, especially when history is passed by oral tradition. But what are they? They are a predatory species who hunt for sustenance and for sport. Much like your species, actually. Except they are far more dangerous. The Tuplex are sadistic and cruel and like to play with their prey before they consume them. They are also half-creature, half-machine. Half-machine? Yes. All of their technological development has been driven by the desire for the hunt. They developed machines to help them, as well as taking technology from other species who oppose them. So others have fought them successfully, then? Well, to a point. Few have actually defeated them. The Tuplex are extremely resourceful creatures. When they encounter an obstacle, they usually overcome it through sheer determination. 
Their encounters with several other cybernetic races led the Taplex to adapt the technologies for their own use. This is really beyond me. Doctor, you said something about different methods of feeding earlier. Yes, they feed by two methods. One, they take the fingertips of their claws and inject small tubes into the victim's necks. They drain nutrients directly out of the body and into their own, where the nutrients are converted to energy to power their systems. Alternately, they can eat the way you or I do, and their systems do the rest. That is horrible! Another method of attack they've been known to use is to leave some of their prey susceptible to suggestion by injecting nanites, which reprogram their victims' brains to follow Taplex commands. Sometimes the victims even adapt to Plex-like behavior. What about weaknesses? Well, they're vulnerable to electricity and energy weapons, as well as certain chemical weapons. At the moment, we don't have any of those. Anything else we might use? Well, the Taplex come from a high-gravity planet, but it seems they have adapted quite well to Earth's lighter gravity. Our best bet is to keep on the move and escape down Bax River when we reach it. That's what we'll do then. These beasts must have been living among us for a very long time for my people to have created such a legend. Yes, possibly thousands or even tens of thousands of years. I suspect that they are either hiding in a dimension close to ours or are trapped there. Time does not pass the same there as it does here, and the Taplex have already lived for hundreds of years on their own. Christine and I picked up a distress signal before we came here. I suspect that the Taplex are the ones who sent it after crash landing here. Are they the ones responsible for the time jumps? They are probably responsible, but I doubt they are controlling them. At least not completely, since we are still here to talk about it. Thank the spirits you are here to help us, Doctor. We would surely be lost without you. I thank you, Liak. Very kind of you to say so. Liak? Yes, Doctor? May I see the pendant around your neck? It looks quite unusual with that greenish glow to it. Certainly. It was given to me as a gift by my sister, Pooja. Hmm, interesting. This doesn't appear to be an earth-based metal. Oh look, it pops open. Yes, but it seals again. Please do not break it. It is all I have left to remind me of my sister. This is a tracking and scanning device. What? What does it do? This device sends information on our location and pictures of our actions to a computer somewhere else. Where? Presumably on the Taplex ship. Liak, you were spying on us? No, I, I did not know. Just as I thought, you savage. You're responsible for my men's deaths. Now it's your turn to die. Oh. Ah. I'll kill you. Captain Fitzjames, enough of this. Crozier, help me get Fitzjames off of Liak. Doctor, I... We don't know the situation yet. She might be innocent. Yes, you're right. She must die. We must have our revenge for all the men who died. Are you all right, Liak? Yes, I will live. All right, here's what we're going to do. Petty's going to treat Liak for her injuries. Hi, Captain. Once she can speak, we'll question her to find out the truth, and we'll deal with the consequences of that. She's guilty! Captain Fitzjames, you will stand down, or I will be forced to relieve you of your command. You... you wouldn't dare! I most certainly would! You accuse Liak of being a savage! Look at your behavior! You are hardly acting like a civilized man, let alone a captain in the Royal Navy! Control yourself, sir, or I will be forced to! Very well. As long as you promise me that justice will be served, I shall stand down. 
Captain, you have my word as a gentleman that we shall meet out justice here as needed. I shall hold you to that, Captain, and there'll be an inquiry into this matter when we return home. Indeed there shall! Hmm, interesting. I believe this device also transmits sound. The Taplex may have heard our every word. Really? Can you shut it off? It automatically shuts off when you open the casing, it seems. Either that, or I broke it. Oh, thank goodness. That's some luck, at least. Yes, if only I had the TARDIS. I could link this to the computer, and we could learn the truth if Liak had been spying on us from the transmitter's records. We'll just have to see if we can learn the truth by questioning her. Yes, that does seem to be the only option open to us. Doctor, Liak is refusing to rest until she tells us her side of the story. Then we'd best talk to her. Matriarchs, the transmitter has ceased functioning. Why? What has happened? Apparently, the humans have discovered the device and its function. Then our agent has been compromised. Only partially, matriarchs. We do not believe they have discovered the whole truth. It would not matter if they had. We are too strong for the humans now. Have Kasuk and Haran not found them yet? They are on the move. Fortunately, the humans are close enough to track on their own without the transmitting device. Katuk is still damaged, but Haran's systems are fully functional. Excellent. Then the discovery of the transmitter is inconsequential as well. The humans shall be ours. What do you think, Doctor? Her story seems plausible, but we can't be certain. There's no evidence to back up her story. None of us have met her sister. If she even has one. I believe her. She told me the tale of her sister several days ago. She said that Pooja gave her the pendant after she came back to her tribe as some kind of shaman herself. Or so she claimed. <laughs> she was already trying to come up with a story in case she was caught. We can't kill her, Fitzjames. Not unless we have more proof that she is responsible. I will not become a murderer based on circumstantial evidence. Fine. She'll probably kill you next. You'd be wise to watch her, Crozier. You're correct on that count at least, Fitzjames. Even though I believe she is probably innocent, we should still keep an eye on her, just in case. I will watch her. You? Yes, why not? Leak would be suspicious if she thinks one of the men were watching her, but Chris here can keep an eye on her without drawing too much attention. Besides, as the only two women here, they do have to bunk together. I insist that Toza be put on guard outside her tent. Fine. Good. Now, one other bit of information. I played up the fact that the transmitter was broken in front of Liak just in case, but in fact it was just switched off. Why? I believe that I can reverse the signal and turn it into a tracking device to lead us to the Taplex ship, the source of all our troubles. You're mad! Why would we want to go there? We'll all be killed! It may be the only way to stop them once and for all. Right now there are only two Taplex hunting us. They have a ship's complement of twenty-two. If they all get loose, we're finished, and the rest of the world will be in danger as well. The whole world, you say? Aren't these creatures that dangerous? Yes, Chris. As you've seen, the weaponry of this time period is completely ineffectual against the Taplex. If another twenty are freed, there's no telling where the killing will stop. 
They must be stopped before they can free the rest from that dimension. Right. I agree, Doctor. It is obviously our duty to stop them. The only question is how. I'm working on that. I'll have a plan by the time we get there. As long as we can kill all of these things, I'm all for it. Now, I'd best be getting something to eat. I'm starving. Really? A pet for once? Do you mean to say that you will not be making your best to go along? Have faith, Chris. You know I'll come through. Now, let's go look after Liak, shall we? Yes, Doctor. Captain, I need to talk to you. Yes, Petty? I'm concerned about rumblings amongst the men. Hopcraft came to me and told me that most of the crew of the Erebus believe that Fitzjames was right, and that Liak should be killed. I appreciate your concern, John. Fitzjames seems to be going along with things, at least for now, though. That's not all, Captain. According to Hopcraft, Tozer, Wilkes and Daly have been talking to the crew of the Erebus about how Fitzjames should be in charge, and not you. What has gotten into them? They are part of my crew. Tozer especially always supported me. I'm not sure, sir. Maybe it has something to do with your trusting the Doctor. Tozer doesn't seem to like him, if you remember. He certainly seemed to derive satisfaction from clubbing the Doctor, that's for certain. What should we do? I fear mutiny or civil war between the crews at least. I doubt it will come to that. Though just to be sure, tell Hopcraft to act like he's against me too. Have him report to you on anything that he hears about plans for Fitzjames taking over. Since he's a member of the Erebus crew, they aren't likely to suspect him. Yes, sir. Good idea. What if they see me talking to him? Have him concoct a story about coming to see you about some illness or other. If anyone asks, have Hopcraft tell them that since the Erebus chief surgeon is dead, he didn't trust good sir because he is just an assistant surgeon. Yes, sir. I'll get on it right away. We'd best get going after you talk to Hopcraft. We can camp again after a few hours, but I would like to get some distance between us and those creatures. Chris. Doctor, what is it? I am tired. May much for what seems like weeks. Well, technically we have because of the temporal distortions. For us it's only been a few days, but to the rest of the world it has been several weeks. Where's Liak? She was resting in here with you. She is not here? Liak was here when I went to bed. She is gone then. So is Toza. He was outside of the tent when we went to bed, but when I got up to take a little walk, he was gone. I thought I'd better check on you. Do you not think that Tozo took her? Poor Leek! I hope not. We better go wake Crozier and start searching. <laughs> what was that? Sounds like someone's in trouble. Come on, Chris. My word. Don't look, Chris. Oh, Doctor, I think I'm going to be sick. Doctor, what happened here? Who did this to Hopcraft? I'm not sure. We just arrived and found the body ourselves. Those things have found us. Everyone get your guns! No, I don't think it's the Taplex. There's no sign of them. And we arrived only moments after we heard the scream. They've attacked like this before. They've killed many of us and left no sign of their presence. Yes, but each time it happened before, I felt pain when there was a dimensional shift. I felt nothing this time. Maybe they are toying with us? You said they could move very fast. Possibly, but I don't think so. Why not? Because the Taplex have claws to rend their victims, Captain. They don't use knives like on this poor fellow. Someone in this camp is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs>